Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to this uh, wonderful one o'clock tasting and live performance with my special guest coming on the Beeline Hotline. Go to findyoursippingpoint.com to check out the bars and distilleries in northern Kentucky. That's findyoursippingpoint.com. Kelly Swindle joins me. How are you today, Kelly? Hello. I'm excellent. I'm very happy. I'm drinking bourbon with you at 1 p.m. on Wednesday, so that's a good day. And you're a reader. I see you got all of these books back here. I love it. I do. Quite a reader. This is actually, I've, I've downsized because I'm moving and I'm trying, I'm downsizing apartments. So this is this is what I've stripped it down to, these three shelves. So yeah. what's your, what's your, what kind of genre are you, you know, as a, as a book reader? Sure. Um, I'm a big, I tend to re reread books as well. So like, I, I like a lot of classics. I'm a, I'm a big, um, like one of my favorite books is To Kill a Mockingbird. I've been rereading that lately. So I'm always, I'm a big Bukowski fan as well. I re, I have his whole collection. I've been, I was rereading that during the pandemic. Women is a particularly, particularly favorite one of mine. Um, so I guess it's, it's fiction. It, it's fiction, but it's usually, again, like I said, it's, I haven't really been reading a lot of new fiction lately. Uh, I kind of stick to the classics. I'm, I'm, I tend to be old school that way. 
stuff. Well, well, hopefully, like, uh, I can turn you on to a new genre, a, a, a growing genre in the whiskey world. So. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. For sure. I'm all about education, too. So, I mean. Right on. Absolutely. There's, there's a lot yeah. of good whiskey books out there. Uh, a lot of good good people wrote them, like Lou Bryson, Chuck Cowdery, Clay Risen. Um, uh, you've got uh, Reed Mittenbuehler, um, yeah, Dave Broom, uh, uh, Davin DeCorgamo. And, um, you know, I've written a few, but, you know, I always like to make sure that those uh, I, I I see I, I see some yeah. good spots for some whiskey yeah, books. Your book handy. Oh my like, goodness! Oh, look, look at that! that. <laughs> look at that! It's so weird. I had it right here. It's like I didn't even have to look for it, huh? <laughs> and of course, you have a you have a new album out called uh, California, and American songwriter said it reveals multiple your multiple personalities, and I gotta say when I when I saw that headline. I was like, I wonder how Kelly, uh, wonder how Kelly okay. took that headline saying you had multiple personalities. I, I will tell you. So I think specifically what that's referring to is um, a specific uh, record on the album, which so California is, uh, and then the whole album is called "You Can Call Me Darling" if you want. But that specific record on the album or song, if you will, California. Mm -hmm. I have this kick-ass video for, um, and I play multiple multiple people in it so i so it was definitely alluding to that but in the it's not the song i wrote from a character's point of view um so it wasn't necessarily me i, I made up the whole story it's a work of fiction this particular song and um yeah so i i definitely i think they were right on with saying i had multiple personalities in that one because i did um some of the other songs on the album not so much i hope i hope they don't think that but uh i i did i definitely took it in stride because it, it I'll, I'll, you know what, I'll send you the video. You should check it out. You'll see what they mean by the multiple personalities. Oh, I've, I've seen, yeah, I, I've funny. seen it. I, yeah. I, I think that <laughs> I've seen it. Multiple personalities can be like, you know, and these days I, I look at it as a compliment. Sure. You know, to me, it's a compliment because it's just saying that, you know, you can do a lot of stuff. 1,000%. And like you, like, I mean, you can play angry. You can play, uh, you, you can play like the, kind of classic country. I mean, you have a lot of styles and a lot of range and I can't wait for the audience to, to, to hear, hear you. But I think first we should, we should just do a little toast since we're kind of, this is our let's first time hanging out here. So let's, cool. let's, let's just grab that. The Mictors. Got it right here. But like, I look at like, I look at your, I look at your your music and I'm like, you're so refreshing to me. Um, oh man! Because there's so because country country music, man, it follows it follows a pattern. It follow it follows like, does it check this box? Does it check that box? I listen to you. I'm like, she ain't checking none of those. She's doing her own damn thing, you know? Dig it. Yes, one thousand percent. You're right on. That's how I. That's I'm. I'm glad you feel this way. So cheers, cheers to you for for being an original in in a genre uh, that doesn't necessarily always reward original. So cheers, my friend. Cheers, thank you, thank you, my friend. Mm. So Ooh. you you are a whiskey drinker. I am, I am, I mean, and that's actually really good bourbon. 
That was Ben Michter's. How did you get into whiskey? How did you get into whiskey? Uh, I would say I, I feel kind of, yeah, I'll be, I'll be brutally honest. I feel a little silly saying it this way, but so in college, I started drinking in college. I didn't really drink in high school. Super was raised super conservative. None of my friends drank, so it wasn't really until college. So I didn't think about it. It got me drunk, you know. But I was like, well, I need, I need a drink. Like I need, I need to have. I felt like I should have a signature drink. I don't know why, but I felt like I should. Like when I go to the bar, I'll order this. It's a lot less confusing. And I thought, you know, whiskey was cool. To be honest, like that's literally why I first, when I was, you know, 18 years old, I was like, whiskey seems like a badass drink to drink. So I started off with Jack Daniels, actually, which I know I'm not, you know, a fan of actually at all. I, I feel like my, my, not that there's anything wrong with it, but my, my, my taste had changed. But I was in high school and I was always buying these Jack Daniels bottles. And the guy at the, uh, at the liquor store was like, I noticed you're always are drinking Jack, but let me, have you ever tried bourbon? And I'm like, no, I don't really know anything about this. But he's like, well, I, you know, I, I, I used to drink Jack, but I'm really into Maker's Mark. Why don't you try a bottle? Of, why don't you try Maker's Mark this time? Let me know what you think. If you don't like it, I'll give you a bottle of Jack for free, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So I got it. I loved it right away. Huge bourbon fan. Like it was like I, I never went back to any other uh, type of whiskey. I'm into Scotch though too, but I, bourbon's my go-to now. So ever since ever since then, it started out wanting to just you know look cool when drinking, but I actually developed a taste for it over time, and it's it's all I it's all I drink now. So that's the long short of it. I I love it. Now you are coming in. Uh, I, I think the the internet is is getting the best of us here. Uh, coming in a little choppy okay. on All me. Right. Uh, so, okay. All right. So if we if if I if I lose you, just uh, just just dial back in and um, it. we'll be okay. But I think. I think um, now you are you on your is this on your phone or on your computer? It's on my computer, um, okay. and yeah, it is my computer. But you know what? Honestly, maybe the sometimes the phone actually is a little better. Um, it's this the provider. This I don't. It's not always the best. This unfortunately. The phone. You happens. think the phone might be better? I feel like it might be. I feel like it might be. So. If, is would it be an issue? I can I can quickly set up a tripod and try the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you can keep it on here as you as you click on click on the link that I gave you and put it on your phone, and we'll have we'll have all, all right, three cool. up. Yeah, for a second. You got it. All right, that's, look at look at this rolling the punches. Thank you, Fred. Absolutely. All right. Let's and so as as people are kind of like uh, coming in, uh, you know, my guest today is uh, Kelly Swindle. Kelly's got um a a new album out uh, you can call me darling if you want to and I, I i love that title because i think that's you know it's catchy and it's going to catch a lot of you know throw a little a lot of people off but kelly's going to play a couple songs for us she's also a whiskey fan so we're going to have an opportunity to you know talk and and uh taste whiskey with her and so we're just got a little bit of the technical difficulties as you know this happens sometimes in the in the wide world of um, in the wide world of technology, and we are actually tasting uh, Michter's and uh, two ninety one. Now, both of these brands support my podcast, so they're both uh, on the podcast. And they they had sent me some uh, some bourbon, and I was like, you know, I think Kelly, since Kelly's a fan, 
We'll see uh, if she can do a, a tasting on a, on a Wednesday afternoon. Now, I will say the members know this, but I have not been able to uh, communicate this publicly yet. But the, the live stream that is scheduled tonight, uh, due to like some kind of like family arrangements, I have to be the primary tonight. So I am unable to make it work schedule-wise uh, to do tonight's uh, live stream like I do you, every Wednesday night. So it is, uh, it, we're going to have to postpone that. And it's looking like next Wednesday I'm booked for a private tasting. And the Wednesday after that, I'm booked for a private tasting. So I, I'm look. It's looking like um, we might be losing our streak of uh, Wednesday night tastings. So I'm hopeful that I'm able to get these rescheduled and in like we can get a new streak going. All right. So here's Kelly. Kelly's coming in on the. Uh, there she is on uh, on her phone. Now Kelly, can you can you switch your phone where it's sideways? Like that. There we go. Can you hear me okay? Hear you just fine. Great. Let me tighten this up on the tripod. Look at this. Oh, look, perfect. Oh, that is crystal is that clear. Oh yeah. Oh man, should have done that the first time. Now I know. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Let me maybe tilt it down just a little bit. Now your your head's yeah, like around. a little bit out. So, yeah, but let's let's try this. This is how it, this is this is the modern age. Everyone's used to Zoom. Everyone's used to all the technical difficulties and the fun. Uh, but uh, oh, now we get to check out. You got the pyramid eye thing going over there. Yeah. You got the American flag. <laughs> so we're Let's getting. See. I'm, I'm just. It's a tripod, so I'm trying to. Uh, it's unfortunately won't tilt anymore, but we're gonna make this happen. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. You can check out the space. All right. Oh, that's well. yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. good That'll work. Okay, cool. You got the good light. Yes. And now oh. we'll have All right. So we hey. were I was just filling everybody in on on what your on your on your new album. If you would tell it tell us about it. What tell us about the songs on there and uh, and I know you're going to, to play a couple of them for us before yeah. you know, we get into the proper tasting, if you will. Cool. Um, yeah, so this is a collection of songs, obviously. Uh, there's 12 songs, and I've written them over all over the past over the past 10 years, which is when I first started writing songs. I first started writing songs, singing, doing everything 10 years ago. I was, you know, late to the game, if you will. I didn't. I wasn't musical until then. So I I had moved to New York City in my early 20s uh, to do acting, and I found music along the way. So these songs are all about you know living in new york and a lot of it since it is country it's it's from the heart it's heartache heartbreak loss um a lot of it has to do with you know love and you know mm -hmm. love gone wrong and you know with a funny a fun take if you will i think uh, sometimes i write from characters perspective sometimes it's my own perspective but I do think, like you were saying, the multiple personality thing, I do, I think there's a lot of range on here. You know, the songs, while they all definitely come from me and are written by me, they have my style, uh, they are, they're kind of hard to pin down specifically, like what, you know, one certain genre. They all have country, uh, they're all country influenced, for sure, roots influenced, but there's a lot of uh, other colors and layers throughout. And I think it's, I think it's a, a ride, like it's a wild ride and, and people's, 
I definitely recommend listening to the entire album, not just to a song or two, because they all are so different, yet they complement one another. And, and this is a hard time yeah. to come out with uh, with a new album because you can't tour. But have you have you oh, toured totally. in the past, and have you have you gone out uh, on uh, and played in various places before the I COVID have, hit? Yeah, one thousand percent. Yes, that's but not but I not this album. Thinking. Like you didn't get a chance to promo this album beforehand. No, no, not this album. No, in the past, I mean, yeah, in the past, I would tour all the time solo on my own uh, in my car around around the country, booking my own gigs, you know, bars, um, venues, outdoor festivals, whatever. But yes, I was not. I was planning this year, yeah, to get this album out and then tour for it. But obviously, I have not been able to do that at all yet. So that's definitely been a bummer. But I will. I'm going to get at it hard once I can, for sure. Well, consider this a, a, a look with the with Whiskey Nation. You know, people who love uh, who love to drink whiskey and listen to music. So, uh, do you have a song you want to start with? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, why don't I start with California, the the one that we began with for awesome. sure that'll be a nice little fun intro i would definitely say this is probably the lightest of the songs not that they're any of them are particularly heavy per se but this is just a fun like i said i made this one up you know it's inspired by some events if you will but it is a, a work of fiction some of my songs are not some of them are just straight up from my life and i would say this is definitely more in the uh, classic country genre range and without further ado, here's California. Yeah. <laughs> 
Texas, it's a sprawling state, and the station wagon couldn't pull the weight. So I was stranded outside of Sam Am's home. Better make my way to Santa Fe to meet up with Miss Donna May, who had made that deal with Juan up in Sam G. Drum. So I said, I'll ditch this place to space, just catch a bus out of this place. Cause I got me this deadline, and it's in three days. Boy, and I opened up that floorboard stash where all that cash had from the sad Well, there wasn't but a damn bag smiling back. That was awesome. That was awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So you, you got a, you got you got some angrier in there with that one a little bit, you know. I mean, there was oh, a yeah. little bit of little a little bit of anger crazy. there. You know? Yeah. I dig that. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it feels good to get it out. That's why, you know, like I channel, you know, anger, frustration. All the feelings go into the music. That's why it's such a good outlet and form of therapy, if you will. You know, they, you know, whiskey has been known to be a a good form of therapy as well. So let's take, let's take a look at the, like our, our first, uh, um, our first bourbon here. Now we both, we sipped it kind of like getting, getting to know each other. Uh, Steve P's coming in and he's saying like from California, very well done, Kelly. Cheers to you. And by the way, uh, to the live audience on Twitch, D Live, uh, Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any questions for Kelly, um, put them out there. We will, we can see them, and I'll, uh, I'll pull them up, and we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll ask Kelly the question. So here we are. We're tasting. This is the, this is the Michter's uh, US One Bourbon, and it's coming in a little over ninety proof. So uh, we just, we just tasted it, but now let's. Let's kind of go into the the depths of it here. Now, when you when you drink bourbon, how do you normally drink it? Um, neat, unless I'm, you know, it's either neat or on the rocks. It depends on if I'm wanting it to last or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but generally neat, which just like this actually. So this is perfect. great. So the how I like to approach bourbon is I like to like just kind of check out the color. Like to me, the color is, um, it, it's just kind of like it to me, it's the, it's a demonstration of the art in the barrel, like it going in and out of the barrel every day and changing the color. And 
and giving it all of its flavor. So to me, the color is 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 like a piece of artwork, and so I, I like looking at the color. It's just it's just a moment with the whiskey, you know. Then I like to swirl it around, bring it to your nose, and kind of go back and forth. Hit hit each nostril, and when you smell, uh, smell with your mouth open. By smelling with your mouth open, you can pick up more than just like the uh, alcohol fumes, and hopefully a little bit more. Now I I get like this crazy hazelnut and coffee uh, note in this. Oh, I dig the hazelnut. Yes, I see what you're saying for sure. I was gonna say I got like a little bit of like a burnt caramely vanilla too, but I feel mm. like that's a definitely yeah. see the hazelnut. Say it, dig it. So it's one of the things about bourbon is like there's like so many of these like sweeter notes, and like mm. you know, in order to experience all the sweeter notes, I mean, you eat all the pies and all the cakes and everything and the caramels that you've, you know, that's all research, but it all goes straight to my hips. You know, I mean, you get this is not this is not the healthiest profession. Well, you know, it's a uh, you choose your battles, I suppose. Yeah, but somebody's got to do it, right, Kelly? I mean, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to. Oh, man, it's definitely <laughs> worth it. <laughs> this is a nice, this is nice to smell. So when we taste, we bring it to bring it to our palate and just kind of put a little bit on there. Okay. And feel it kind of walk back. Yeah, it definitely tastes differently than I thought it would when I smelled it. And obviously, mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with this brand and in uh, like its styles. But um, it it the, on the palate I was or on the nose I was like, oh man, this is really hazelnutty, which I don't mm -hmm. typically get a lot of hazelnut in in Michter's. But um, it it smelled like hazelnut today, and then on the palate. It tastes to me. It it tastes a, a little like brown sugar butter. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, like a brown butter with some like sugar in there. Like mm -hmm. that. Absolutely. Again, you know, more things that are calorically just going to put me over the scale. You know, <laughs> brown sugar and butter. Yeah, I mean, it's just like that's like Lipid City. <laughs> Lipid so, City. how are you? How are you staying um, uh, creative uh, during COVID right now? Well, how am I staying creative? I mean, definitely, I would say in terms of I'm getting a lot of melodies. A lot mm -hmm. of things are just popping in my head. A lot of melodies are popping in my head. And the good, and I would say I'm feeling, I'm actually feeling a lot more creative because my imagination is going pretty wild and I have a lot of anxiety around this time. Like I'm just feeling, I've just been feeling a lot of anxiety lately. And the best way for me to work through that, aside from indulging in some bourbon, uh, would def is definitely when I'm writing songs. I mean, that's, that's how I, I work through that stuff. So even if it's not, I'm not purposely trying to be creative, it's really more for my own sanity that, I, that I'm writing. And so COVID has definitely been very productive in that way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I hit blocks, if you will. But I mean, so so writing songs is how I'm staying creative and also staying sane, uh, whether it's, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> what, what's your process? Do you have like a notebook that you write in? Um, 
I, I personally, I do. I mean, I do. I do have a, a notebook where I'll jot down ideas. I do a lot of voice voice notes because lately I've been getting a lot of, this doesn't always happen. Normally, like for most of this album, I usually write the song and the lyrics at the same time. I sit down and they kind of come together mm-hmm. um, at, the, at the same time. But recently I've been getting tunes in my head first. So I don't want to lose those tunes. So I'm, I'm humming that into or singing it with weird words that don't make sense, whatever pops in my head into a voice memo. And then I'll go back to that and sit then trying to figure out what is this about? What are the lyrics? And I actually write better on a computer. I don't know if it's because I'm a millennial or I can type faster and I can see it all better Mm -hmm. than if I'm writing on in a notebook. Uh, Sometimes I can't even read my own writing if I'm trying to write too fast, if if the lyrics are coming fast or the words. So I like to actually do it on a computer once I'm actually composing the lyrics to the song, see it all there. And um, yeah, and, and, and then I get my guitar out and try to figure out what those chords are that I was hearing in my head. And so it's, 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 a, it's an evolving process. Every time it's, it's different. Like it's not, it's not like I'm, I don't stick to one way or the other. Sometimes the words come and, I, and, I, and I'll write those down in a notebook and then I'll copy them onto the computer. And then I'll be like, oh, is this, gonna, is this fit in a song that I've already started working on? Or can I, maybe I'll just let this sit here until, I'm, until I figure out a melody towards, for it. So it's definitely been different this past year or so um, than it has been in the past for sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah you, you, you mentioned you mentioned like anxiety. Is has that been something that's caused by COVID, or you know, is or something I, I normally have anyway? Yeah, well, or, or I, something like it. Just like you know, I mean, I'm an I'm an anxious person too. So I mean, I totally get yeah. it. You know. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm absolutely. I definitely. I will one thousand percent say that. Yeah, I absolutely like battle with anxiety and like depression and you know i mean that happens anyway so when there's something like COVID happening yeah it's like making it way worse so yeah. i really have to figure out ways to cope with it more but again like i said i i do i don't think i would be writing music if i if i didn't have it or maybe I, I wouldn't write the same way that i do because it's a way of working through it and uh distracting myself and just channeling that energy i feel great after i've written a song i feel awesome once i've you know, sat down and something's come out. So it, it's it's uh, definitely a mood uh, lightener and an enhancer. And, and I yeah, right on. Well, well I'll, I'll tell you, I, I am a uh, PTSD survivor. And so, oh, like, I yeah. mean, I, I have a, a, I have an absolute understanding of that, like, that constant, you know, uh, process of, like, what the mind can... Uh, can do to you when you're you're you know you can have panic attacks you can just can constantly beat yourself up and i mean if you're anything like me you're a creative and you get like you judge yourself harshly all the time you know totally yes yes the judgment self-judgment can be crippling right i mean mm-hmm. yeah you just gotta push through that or tell yourself I mean, no that's not right like don't don't tell yourself things be nice to yourself you know. And then when you're when you're in the public eye, such as yourself, you know, inevitably, you know, you'll get a review or you'll get something, uh, you know, a star or something like that. That, you know, sometimes those those can hurt. You know, one thousand percent, of course. I think we're also. I'm sure you are as well. Like I'm, I'm pretty sensitive. 
you know, I'm a, I'm a sensitive person. So it feels great when it's, you know, obviously praise is wonderful, but yeah, it can definitely hurt and you take things to heart because it's mm -hmm. hard not to. Um, and, you know, obviously it comes with the territory, but it doesn't make it any less, uh, yeah, hurtful or painful or anxiety inducing, you know, as you know. Sure. Well, I, I will say that your 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 music uh, to me exemplifies uh, strength, you know, so and, and that's like so I, I don't know if that is your um, um, <laughs> there's there's a comment thing. There's sometimes you get people commenting that um, <laughs> like you just don't know where that's coming from. There's there's a comment coming in from uh, Twitch saying that. I don't think I should tell you. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's, let's, it's, let's it's, hear it. We'll, we'll push through it if we need it, to. It, this this uh, viewer on Twitch says, damn, I can tell y'all have sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Maybe they're, feel, maybe they're projecting. Maybe so. Maybe so. I think they're feeling a lot of sexual tension, and then they're like, I, I got I to gotta get this out. I got to get this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ooh. Tension, you know, and the drinking helps with that. Oh, you know, you know what? Social lubricant, they say. They, it, and it's, it's, it's funny because you know whiskey has led to a lot of, um, you know, a lot of births in this country, and especially, oh. I, especially Ireland. I think Ireland more so than other countries. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, I think that's where the affinity for whiskey comes from. My Irish ancestry. Are you? Do you have any Irish? Uh, uh, my my uh, heritage is I've got um, so I've got some Native American. Oh, uh, I, wow. I've got I've got some uh, Irish in Germany and German. But, you know, my heritage, what I've known, what I've always kind of belonged to and like our family heritage is uh, has always been Native American. So that's awesome. Which what, I, what, I don't what, look much that? like one, but uh, Cherokee. Wow, very cool. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, so Steve P. asked, uh, who was your main uh, inspiration to start playing music? Whew, there's a few. You know what? I will say this, because there are a few, and I'll, and I'll quickly touch on them. But the main, the two main, I would say, is actually Amy Winehouse, because oh, she wow. was Back to Black had come out around, right. it was right before I started. And I remember I, I listening to her songs and just like, I don't know, they hit me in a different way than most music did. Like the way that she was so frank and, you know, her talking about, you know, sex and being with men and heartbreak and like, but in such a frank, strong, like, fuck you way, you know, and like, I don't know, it was really great because I was, you know, I was in my 20s and like going through a lot and trying to figure out, you know, men and the world. And, and I really appreciated her music and it made me, but it was the first time I was like, and not only do I appreciate it, I would like to do the same type of thing. Like, mm -hmm. I would like to write songs like this that will, like, you know, one, help me, but, like, speak to other women. I mean, like, I'm not just writing for women by any means. Like, it's, it's I'm just, I'm writing for everybody. But that was, that was definitely, like, that got me thinking, like, I would love to do this. I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't, I don't sing. I don't write. I don't play music, but I'd like to. So that was definitely, like, put something in here. And then I would also say... Ryan Adams is a big one. Uh, he's a great singer songwriter and I listened to so much of his music and um, in high school and, and again in my in my 20s. I mean still but but at that time and that I felt the same way about his music like man, I would love to be able to write songs like this that like 
affect the way that I'm affected that I can affect people on that level. So yeah. those are in terms of songwriting, but then in terms of sound, if you will, I would definitely say like Patsy Cline and um, Johnny Cash and Hank Williams are all huge for me uh, since I was young with them though. Uh, just, you know, growing up listening to Patsy Cline, I just, she would just break my heart. I would be like six years old, like, oh, like, you know, like I, I like have a tear in my eye and I'm, I don't even know what, you know, anything about love or what she's singing about, but damn it, if I didn't feel what she was singing about, you know, so yeah. All of these people came together to to definitely help whatever whatever that like the alchemized together to to what I right now what comes out for sure. Yeah. So um I thought that you like I you, the Johnny Cash reference there is it I think it was spot on. Like I, I you can definitely sense that. Um I I definitely dig that. Now we're we we got another whiskey to go. And do you how many songs did you want to play? I think you know, folks. You sing as listen. You sing as long as you want. Like I like I love listening to you. Like I mean, I listen to you on iTunes all the time. I I probably represent like five dollars in streaming to you. So. Actually, how does that work? How do you get paid on streaming? Because, like, oh, I remember man. seeing I'll people say, "I know," because it's 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 like it's like fractions of pennies, I believe. I mean, like, it's such a it's such. I mean, you do you. So basically, I mean, you get a. I think it's quarterly. You'll get a check if 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 you even gotten into a range where it even makes sense that you should they should send you anything. I mean, you have to have lots and lots and lots and lots of streams. So basically, these are in terms of subscription services. Now, if it's mm -hmm. a if you're digitally buying something, then, you know, I get, I will get that, that I get that money. But when it's a streaming service like Spotify or something like that, I mean, it has to be a lot, a lot of streams to, for any kind of, uh, like, like millions to have any kind of, um, oh, wow. meaningful money in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? So it's really more about it, the way I view a subscription service like Spotify and stuff. I'm all about it because it gets my music out there. People can hear it. It may not have been turned on to it anyway. But in terms of like money, I'm not, that's not where I'm depending on any income, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's the hardest part is like, you're not touring. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. 1000%. Oh, totally. Yeah. So there's no touring. The streaming's not a, you know, a, it's not an option economically for myself yeah. um so it's really just merch then at that point you know go on you know if people could you know buy a t-shirt pre-order the album for the physical copy you know that's where that's where it comes in so yeah it is it is what it is patreon so, is actually something i'm gonna start doing uh, you're gonna do patreon like, you know about this oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay well I'm, I'm i'm working on a little account so i can start providing content for fans that are down to you know pay a little something for it get extras that aren't necessarily out there so that yeah. seems like an awesome platform i'm super stoked about it yeah for one of my podcasts bourbon pursuit we have a very uh very strong uh patreon community it's uh it's great you can really you can really harness your uh, your activity there and i know a lot of musicians are heading that way and yeah. and you know that might be a little bit more of the future as you all see that you don't necessarily need the record labels as much and you don't need the uh you know the tour the the promoters as much you know it'd be all you so right. but i i'd say 
keep the keep the music halls and the bars alive though and i really do oh, like if you can keep going to festivals to. i love see i love music festivals i help put on music festivals in kentucky awesome. and oh great and so i i love i miss it i miss it and actually yeah. one of the one of the festivals i put on is called uh bourbon and beyond and, and these guys 291 had a you know they had a, a strong coming out party to the festival last year they were the number one selling bourbon in wow. the in the beyond uh kentucky bar you know so they were wow. they were really awesome. really hustling over there so this is this is a colorado bourbon yeah. 291 and he finishes it with uh with aspen staves so he takes aspen okay. trees and like uh oh. you know kind of like blackens them a little bit and and uh, finishes it finishes the whiskey in that mm. and so what what bottle what does the proof on your bottle say because i think i sent you a different bottle than oh, what i have 100 I, proof yours is 100 okay yeah i sent you a different one i'm at 126 Woo! yeah i'm <laughs> mine's packing some heat yeah yours gonna yeah i was gonna say yours will have some heat i'm actually glad you sent me the lower one i think i'll be able to i mean i don't you'll you're the expert so you'll let me know i feel like i will probably be able to taste more than the heat then if i have the lower proof is that uh, actually, I mean, I think, I think everybody's palate is different and you know, you're a whiskey drinker. So like you're, you're accustomed a little bit to, um, uh, to the, um, uh, to heat, to, to the, to the whiskey. Sure. So yeah, the I, I think, sure. I think you, you might be surprised at like how smooth a really good high proof bourbon can taste. Okay. Okay. So, Good to know. Well, then I'll have to try the 120 proof next time. Well, I'll I'll tell you right now. It is it is mm. it is ripe. Hmm. This one. Ooh. Oh yeah, with the mouth. This is beautiful. And we're tasting the 291 Colorado bourbon. It actually kind of, this sounds weird, but it actually kind of transports me to, I want to, I want to say actually Colorado or like out, like being in, in the woods in nature and like in the, in the, in the mountains. Oh. I don't know how to say that in terms of like the tape, like, you know, um, organic now, words for that, but you, like I'm transported actually. Just from I love like that. that. Is, is there a bear about to chase you? Do you see wolves around? Yeah. <laughs> it's very cold, but not, it's like a dry cold. So I'm cool, you know, and, uh, <laughs> I don't see, I don't, so I, I'm, yeah, if it was a wet, I'd be very upset. And, uh, yeah, there's definitely like a lot of trees, probably like some evergreens some pines and it's, yeah, I dig it. It's fresh. It's super, yeah, fresh and clean and I'm in the mountains. I love that. I mean, you, you um you you just uh formerly became a professional whiskey taster there with those descriptions. Oh. <laughs> Dig it, that's great. <laughs> I'm a professional now, not just the manager. Yeah, yeah, you moving on up, Kelly. Moving on up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, did you taste? I tasted mine. Not yet. Oh, no, right, I didn't get to. Oh, let's order. taste. Oh, yeah, can't wait. All right, let's see. So there's 
there's something about this that's like it reminds me of like my in the best way because I mean sometimes you say this like my grandparent like being in a wood basement mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um like a little bit of that sometimes I have yeah like that's what that's what I'm gonna say like it's, it's like it like kind of basementy kind of um, musty a little, but not 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 over not not overwhelmingly at all. Just like a hint. Yeah, like a little bit like leather, or like cigar box kind of like yeah. Yeah, very yeah. grandfathery, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. In a yeah, not overwhelming, but it, it it's yeah, cigar box, leathery, granddad, little tobacco. So some Johnny Cash. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining like Johnny Cash is like uh, like one of his rooms. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's like, probably a, like, there's in, there's in a the woods in, in the mountains somewhere. Exactly. Like, in one of his rooms in the mountains. There's a lot of wood around, a lot of paneling. For sure. There, there's a there's a bear head up in the there's corner. There's <laughs> yeah. there's uh, some deer antlers over here. Yes. And like 32 belt buckles from various rodeos. So oh. many belt buckles and a big old window with a great view, and you can. What, just, what do you? Know, what do you think about belt buckles? What what are, what are my what is my personal opinion on belt buckles? I think it's like with anything, some people can pull them off and some people can't. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like what is the, I mean I I did I did them. I like I like belt buckles, but I'm very, you know, particular about them because I think they can be ridiculous if not, you know, done right. But I think they're cool and I think that especially like the really big like the big legitimate like rodeo or you know that are actually have a story. They're a piece of Americana, and I and I love that. You know, I, I love all things Americana. So, but I think sometimes they can be. I think people can go a little far and be a little uh, cheesy with them as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's all about: are, is it authentic? Is it where? What's the story behind it? And who's wearing it? You know. But I, I, I mean, I support it. I, I, I do have my shirt and belt buckles, but I, tr I hope I, I, I think I wear them tastefully, if you will. So. Yeah, uh, when I was when I was in the that cowboy part of my life, I used to do rodeos. Oh, and, nice! And, the, and there would be guys who would have belt buckles as big as a hubcap, oh, you know. Oh, it's fucking insane! And Those it's are... like, and they'd be like walking around. I mean, it's like, I think they're compensating. They're overcompensating there. I no. mean, seriously, I mean, they're compensating for something because. Ain't nobody needing a belt buckle that big. No one needs a belt buckle that big. That's for sure. Agreed, and that's what I'm saying. It's like God, it's just that, a belt buckle. That could that would be a great song, by the way. Making fun of people that, with big you know belt what? buckles. Maybe I should make a note. Yes. Like I, 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 I wanna I wanna hear the Kelly Swindle song of making fun of belt buckle guy. You know. Belt buckle guy. I love it. <laughs> the belt buckle with the um What's that? The ones that have the the beer, the beer opener in it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there you go, darling. Like, oh, thank you. I, I want that now. That's that's something I'm going to get my. That's so kind of you to you open go. a beer right next to your business. Right there. Uh, yeah. Right next. I mean. Right next to your business. Thank you. I I don't want that beer anymore. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> no, thank you. I'd rather you open it with his teeth, you know. I mean, I don't even want that either. I'm like, oh, I don't do that. But yeah, that'd be that. gross. Now, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, like earlier, you were talking about, like, you know, uh, Amy Winehouse's influence on you and like understanding men, and like, uh, as uh, men do a lot of dumb shit 
when it comes to like trying to to uh pick up women i think opening a opening a beer with your your beer opening belt buckle that i think that's probably right up there i think that's absolutely top three i'll have to rack my brain for the other two but i mean 1000 that might be number one i mean that's 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 hilarious I think like, I think that I could be like a that could be a top one for like the digital sphere, but if you're looking at like or, or no like in in person sphere, but in the digital sphere, ah, uh, oh my god, like I am I just I just thank my lucky stars every day that I got married when I did and you know I, I don't didn't have to deal with that that yeah that world I agree I never had to really deal with that world either that's the online dating and the digital hooking up and all that. I, yeah, agreed. It's, it's a crazy world. It is. It's, it's not It's not for me. I'm too analog. I'm too, this is not my time. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, you, you're a reader, you know, I love it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we, we, uh, we definitely want to get to listening to some, want uh, more people to check out the, uh, uh, some more of your music. People are loving your, uh, your descriptions of the whiskey Emily Rhodes, who works with 291, says she always says campfire marshmallow when it comes to 291. Oh, so I love that. Campfire I think that's a pretty pretty nice. solid yeah, description. Smokiness, like that that smoke, you know that that I that I really enjoyed in the on the palate for sure. Campfire marshmallow, that's good with like the caramelized marshmallow. So God, maybe you, maybe you can add that into the belt buckle guy song. Yeah. We were roasting we were roasting marshmallows by the campfire, and you came up to me with your belt buckle. And open my Coors Light. I didn't open need that. Coors Light. <laughs> it was good. Smokey, Smokey, Smokey and the Bandit delivered the Coors Light. He was like on the road with them or something. <laughs> so, what else do you got uh, in store to play today? Oh, I think I think I will. I need to play all the title track to the album, which is "You Can Call Me Darling" if you want, of course. And uh, yeah, without further ado. That is my next song. And actually, as I'm looking at this, I'm gonna lower this this digital tripod just a tad because it's bothering me. I think I have it a little too high. Thank you, you all it. for being understanding about the technical issues. Ooh, and now I'm at now I'm at a Kimbo. There we and, go. And if you're just joining us, folks, uh, this is Kelly Swindle. She's got a, a a new album out. She's gonna play her her tracks right now. But go to however you listen to your music. Get her in your streaming device right now. Go follow her on Instagram and soon a Patreon account. But yes. uh, I, I think Kelly is incredibly talented, and I'm excited for you to hear her now. Thank you all. Thank you, Fred. Here we go. Don't put me on a pedestal. I'll jump off it. Don't compare me to your mom, cause I'm not. Please don't call me baby, cause I ain't nobody's baby. But you can call me dark if you want. Don't say that I'm your sweetheart, I'll turn bitter. Don't go saying I'm your honey. I'll just stay. Don't group me with those other girls with their 
Wedding dreams and strings of pearls out. Even call me dark if you need to. You can call me dark and if that's really what you want. Just quit thinking about tomorrow. Till it comes. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank I, you. Thank I, you. I loved it. Uh, now listen, we've got uh, we've got people still watching, and you know everybody everybody's at work. Everyone's like, uh, you know, this is this is during the day for most people, and on a, <laughs> on a couple of the platforms, it, I, I I commented like, you know, who's who's like drinking, who's sipping right now, and I got people saying, oh, I started at nine fifteen. So, <laughs> so I, I've got I've got no, quite no. I got quite the viewership, you know. I love it. Wow! I need to play for these people more often. Uh you know what? We'll talk about that. Yes, please. Yes, yes. And so that was the that was the cover the the cover the the title title of the record uh, for for the song. Obviously, Correct. a very famous. Um, you know, very famous connection to that. So tell us why, why this song? 
why why this song for the title track or why why did i write this song like where did it come yeah, from yeah both both okay yeah, cool. yeah. so this this song the way it came about was i mean straight up you can't you can't deny the influence of the well the song that david allen co made famous but right. written by actually a lot of people don't know this john prine wrote this song along with steve goodman but john prine wanted to be uncredited on it at the time mm-hmm. for whatever reason so and the the chorus of that song goes, "You don't have to call me darling, darling. You never even call me by my name." So that's where this was kind of like a talk back, a, a clap back to that, if you will. Um, it wasn't conscious in the sense that I didn't I didn't come up with that and then go, "Oh, I'm gonna sit down and write a song called You Can Call Me Darling If You Want." What actually happened was it was this was, this was several years ago. I had seen that movie Crazy Heart. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just really, I don't know, after it, I don't remember much about the movie, but I do remember how I felt after it. And after I, after I, after seeing that movie, I remember thinking, I would just really love to write a cowboy song, like a, a, a classic sounding campfire. I mean, this song, I think, goes with the 291 single barrel whiskey very well, in my opinion. Like, this is like a campfire cowboy, lonesome cowboy song, except it's a cowgirl, except it's a, it's a woman. It's, it's the rambling woman singing the song as opposed to the rambling man Mm -hmm. so that's where it kind of came from i sat down wanting to write that song and then you can call me darling if you want that just it kind of wrote itself like that that just came out and and subconsciously i know it came from that david allen co song that's where it came from um but it wasn't the impetus behind the song was just wanting to write the female version of the jeff bridges character uh song if you will Mm-hmm. So that's that's that was that. It was very decidedly. I'm gonna write a, an old country song, and and that's that's what I set out to do, and and uh, and that's all I have to say about that. That's that that's the, that's that's the background for that song. And I, I feel it. like in terms of the album, um, I think all these songs, in some way or another, as I kind of said before, um, deal with matters of the heart. Deal with um, you know just looking for love, dealing with love, you know, saying, fuck you, love, like in, in, you know, throughout my 20s and, you know, in in New York, just these all came out of that. And I feel like this song overall ties all the song, other songs together. Um, Because the songs are, you know, they're they're all over the spectrum in terms of, uh, you know, they're they're songs about cheating and revenge and, you know, and, and, you know, getting back at someone or, or being in love or, you know, they're, they're all over the place. Regret, they're all over the place. But this song, I feel, just ties them all together. Uh, and that's why I, and, I, and I, I like the title too. It's not a bad title for an album. So if it, all these reasons is why, it, why it, it became the title track for the whole record. Well, I, I think that's, I think that's great. And I know it's not going to be your, be your last. You got many more in you. And, Correct. And, <laughs> I think it's interesting. You said you you feel like you started late and you didn't really kind of like, you know, you know, push to get here. Like, what was the what was the impetus that kind of made you become a, a, a musician? Because mm-hmm. if it's not something you necessarily set out to, it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like me where I kind of started tasting bourbon. I was like, oh shit, I'm trying to make money from this, you know. So that's so awesome. <laughs> I mean, That's you, so great. Like, either you, you can see, like, I can do this for a living. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but I mean, you have to actually have skill to be a musician. Like you don't want to hear me sing. Trust me. And you, and I don't think I could, I don't think <laughs> sure, I could train, sure. <laughs> train myself to get there. So I, yeah, so, for sure. I, 
Yeah, I, I do think, yes, I think if I had found out early on that I did not have an affinity for it, I probably would have been like, all right, this is probably, I, I shouldn't, you know, go this route. But I, I just felt like I could. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was just like another, I just felt deep down, like, I actually, I can do this. I don't know if the desire was there. So it was, it was from a breakup. That's, that's where it came from. You know, um, like I said before, I'm a sensitive person, not that we're not all sensitive, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. I have a lot of things I feel, and I didn't really have an outlet for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was dating a musician, um, and, and we, bro we broke up or rather it was, I mean, it's a long story, <laughs> aren't they all, but, yeah. uh, but I, but I, I just, I, I was, you know, having a hard time with it. And I woke up, literally woke up one morning just with this idea in my head, like, hey, maybe I should write a song about this, even though I didn't write. But I was like, I'm going to write a song. It's going to be awesome. And he's going to be and I'm going to play it and, and I'm going to and I'm going to I'm going to play it out. I'm going to start. I'm going to do music, too, because why should he be the only one that does music? Because I really liked, you know, hanging out, going to shows. I loved I loved all that. And I and I and I was mourning losing that. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to write a song. I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to get him back he, or he's going to, you know, he's going to regret this. And that was, it was really as simple and basic as just pure trying to wanting to get someone back um, and telling them how I felt. Cause I was very, you know, I, I wasn't very good about expressing my emotions. I'm, I'm more of like the, uh, even though I'm feeling it, I, I wouldn't necessarily tell them how I was, how I was feeling, but in a song I could, you know, so it was like mm -hmm. a, it was one of those like fuck you songs, you know. So I, I wrote that. It, it, it was a terrible song. I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever even. I did play it out when I started, but it, I think it was like eight minutes long. It took me a long time to learn how to write a real song, but I wrote it. I did write the song, and um, I, my brother had a guitar. I taught myself a couple chords from online. You can learn guitar just chords online. Super simple. So I did that, and then the next step, of course, was like, well, I got to start learning how to actually play and be good. So I went out to open mics and I just had this really singular focus that I was gonna do this and he was gonna see me do it and I was gonna be great and you know the the uh, of course what what happened along the way is as I developed and started writing songs and started getting better and more confident my need to want to get back at him or get him back disappeared and by the time I was where I wanted to be and he actually did come back and was like I messed up. We should be together. I'm so, you know, and also like, these songs, like these are amazing. I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I'm not, I'm not in that place anymore. Like I'm, wow. I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> so it was a way of getting over it, but then I found a new, I found a career and a, and a passion from it. So I'm very grateful for it, but that's literally where it came from. Something as basic as revenge and getting over a broken heart and just being, you know, well, trying to get someone back. It, it's hard to believe that anybody would want to, would break your heart because isn't, just, it, isn't it fucking it, hard? Like, what's wrong with this guy? Right, really yeah. I mean, I think we could say, <laughs> "Fuck that guy." Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. You no, know? it was. It was. Uh, I mean, it, it's bless his heart. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. You know, he's. I don't even know. I don't even know where he is anymore. He he left New York City eventually. He didn't. He didn't cut it as a musician. And I'm and I'm still here. So that's all that. That's it is funny. interesting that you're in yeah. New York and not Nashville, though. Isn't it, though? Yes. People come <laughs> all the time. You're, isn't it? Yes, yeah. absolutely. 1,000%. Yeah, the problem is when you... Yeah, if I had started doing this in Georgia, I'm sure I would have moved to Nashville. But yeah. the thing is, I, I was living... In, I had been living in New York City for a couple of years when I started doing this, and I... I had friends. I, I worked here. I, I, you know, I was, I was a bartender by trade, and, and, and that's how I was. That's 
that's where I was working and working. And this is just my life. New York City was, was where I, it was my home. So I continued to do music and get better and, and play out more. And, and, and this is where I've been the whole time. So it was always hard. It never felt right to just to move to Nashville for this. I, I guess I always felt, I don't know, there, there, there's, this, there's a New York City part of me mm-hmm. uh, that I just have not been able to give up. The tough, yeah, the tough person, state, the tough person with, and you say you're sensitive and you say those things hurt, but you're, you're tough, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, like, I think you have to be tough to survive if you're sensitive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's a dichotomy for sure. I mean, there, it's a, it's not, it, there's, there's a lot of colors there for sure, but I think I have to be tough because I am so damn sensitive. I, <laughs> so. I'm with you on that. And I'll say too, like, you know, from a business perspective, if you're, if, you know, if I am a if I'm a venue and I have a if, I, if I'm a New York or Brooklyn venue and I have a country singer not show up or something, say, uh, you know, say the opener for for Lee Bryce doesn't show up and they're like, shit, you know, he, he's passed out. Trump. Who are we going to call? Kelly Swindle, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. Yeah. I mean, actually, it's a it's a very strategic place to be. So, Agreed. I, I'm just starting to see, and, and and I'm just starting to see that 1,000 percent. And I think it, it, it's a, uh, I think it's helpful. It's more appealing. You know, it's interesting. You know, and it's it's not. I am from Georgia. I am legitimately from, you know, I, I, I have country music in my blood. I feel, you know, in my bones. Like it's not. I didn't just pick it up for fun. It, probably uh, moonshine too, uh, and, from oh, Georgia. 1, probably moonshine. Yeah, North Georgia, Appalachia. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And that's why I take so well to bourbon. There's something about spirits from corn. It's the corn. I don't, I don't, it's like, I, it, I don't know. It, it makes me feel better. It's, it's a, you know, all spirits, you res, your body responds differently to. Correct. Bourbon's one of those ones I get in trouble because I can, I can drink a lot of bourbon and you would never know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. whereas if it's gin, it's like, I'll have a glass or two and I'm like, ooh, what if I'm, I'm, I'm talking weird. I'm like, you know, but bourbon, it's, I can, I can hold my bourbon. That's for sure. It, it agrees with me. Well, I look, and, I look forward yeah. to, I look forward to being able to do this in person sometime. And, you know, totally. one of the, one of the things that, you know, um, I just interviewed, you know, a really popular, uh, hip hop, uh, artist and yellow wolf. And he's got like, three albums coming out like this dude is like mad crazy busy hard so hard working and and we talked about like you know people using covid as an excuse he's like Mm -hmm. man if anyone's using covid as an excuse you know that was an excuse covid is not stopping music and it's not stopping anything And, and it's like for me this is like i could not stop having these conversations with uh musicians and drinking bourbon with people in educating people uh, about bourbon. So while I do miss the in-person stuff, I'm so thankful that I'm able to sit across a screen with you here today, Kelly, and toast you and listen to you and just have an incredible conversation. I mean, I did not, I honestly, I did not expect this conversation to be as awesome as it was and as opening as it was for me. So now, awesome. I certainly didn't expect the sex question coming in from Twitch. I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, yeah. That was like, I mean, you know what? Sexual energy. I mean, like, he was just like, he, he was overwhelmed with, like, the, the, the charisma on the screen. That's all I have to say <laughs> right there. Coming from both sides. It's like too much. 
her shirt. Didn't expect the sex question. Fair enough. <laughs> Love it. I'll drink to that. <laughs> and, and, and belt buckles. We can't forget like the great belt buckle conversation. Yeah, you know? belt buckle. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get you a present. I'm gonna find a big old one with the with the beer with, with the beer opener. Present. I'm gonna give it to you in person it, when that, someday would... we're all allowed to have concerts together. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And I'll and I'll put it on and I'll be like, Would you like to have your beer open? <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But, no, no, it's good. It's all right. We, yeah. we'll, you can frame it and put it up. Put it I'm telling. I'm telling you, got to frame it, and underneath it, it's going to be the the Kelly Swindle episode. Love and it. Dig it. That's and so when rad. your number one track comes out about you know the belt, belt buckle. buckle, the belt buckle loser, you know, boom, I love it. Well, I I'm glad I got to sip some bourbon with you. Me I know too. we've been trying to plan this for a while, and I'm glad Thank it came you. came to be. So I'll just take your take a glass. And do that to the camera, and it's just so, so great uh, hanging out with you. Wee! But yeah, it's uh, fun to watch that. Yeah. everybody, make sure you go check uh, Kelly's stuff out. How can everybody find you, Kelly? Very easy. It's all online. So um, you can Google me, Kelly Swindle. Let me spell that for y'all: K E L L E Y S W I N D A L L. So it looks like Swindle, but it's Swindle because it's from Alabama. Um, and you can find my website, kellyswindle.com. I have music there. I have merch there. You can pre-order the album, the physical copies, because I don't have the physical copies in hand yet. Um, you can go to Spotify. You can go to Apple Music. You can go to YouTube. All these things. Like, just get on your computer and find me, because I'm there. Feel free to drop me a line. I have a contact form. You can um, sign up for my mailing list, all that jazz. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> awesome well it everybody please go support kelly uh you know this is this show is is a whiskey show and you know i like bringing on musicians and i love i love talking about art and everything but i'm telling you kelly is a very special artist to me and i think the world of what she's doing and i love the anger she brings and i love also <laughs> the sensitivity she brings in her music so please everyone go check that out go check out her stuff it's kelly swindle and um Get to streaming. Get to streaming. So, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Fred. This is great. This was a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. All thank interviews you. are going to suck after after you've been on my show. Uh, what are you going to do? No, no one's going to give you bourbon. No one's going to give you bourbon like me. So <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the whiskeys, too, that sent them over, the bourbons, 291 and mixers. These were both excellent. I'm um, sure there might be a few more coming too. I bet. I, I, oh, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I could see some. That. Now that, that you, now that you're in the, in the, in the, in the club, you know, yeah. you, you might get, you might get a few more. So. Very cool. I would be very happy about that. <laughs> well, it was great chatting with you. Be safe Thank out you. there. And remember, remember, Kelly, vodka sucks. Oh, oh, y'all, no, I can't, no, vodka does suck. I'll take that as my catchphrase as well. Hashtag vodka sucks, because it does. Damn right. I'm never right after that, no. Bourbon on the way. Cheers. <laughs>